Hey, Lauren. Hey, Sam. Are you ready to talk about The Kissing Booth 1 and 2? I am, because after all, we, we are, are the, the Watchers, Watchers of movies. movies. We've got a quite a show today, I think. <laughs> yes, we do. It's going to be... It's going to be a wild ride. If you you wonder, have I been ranting about these movies for the last week and a half to Mike and anyone who will listen, who's not part of the podcast because I don't want to ruin the conversation, I have been. Yeah, it's really, like, we have a rule where we don't talk about the the movies before we watch them, and it's really hard. (laughs) It's It's, really hard. I, I watched The Kissing Booth one like when it first came out and I have been ranting about it in my head forever (laughs) so then when I heard there was a sequel uh I was really excited to force you to watch it (laughs) (laughs) it was so funny because you're like you're like I can't believe they're making a second kissing booth I can't believe I'm gonna watch it (laughs) I wanted to be like you don't have to watch it but then you're like I'm gonna (laughs) I have to watch it because I have to see how they get away with it they can get away with anything. If these movies can be made, they can get literally get away with anything. Yeah, anyway, they can. Let's so let's do our mini topic yeah. first, <laughs> um, because or else we're gonna like n- like not be able to stop talking about these these movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, our mini topic is terrible uh, romantic comedies. Yes. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, okay. The one that I thought of that I thought you would appreciate, we actually watched together and it's the movie Laggies. Oh starring- my God. That movie was <laughs> so bad. The thing about that movie is I was actually really excited about it because I love Sam Rockwell. Me too. But something in romantic movies that makes it terrible for me is when the two lovers fall, like admit, like say, I was, I just, I fell in love with him so fast. And I'm like, did you fall in love that fast? Like you appreciated this person and you thought they were someone you wanted to keep in your life and someone you wanted to get to know. But I don't know if you fell in love in like a week, you know? Yeah. No, I don't. A weird concept of a movie like Kira Knightley sees her dad getting a hand job from somebody that's not her mom. (laughs) I don't even remember that. (laughs) so then her boyfriend asked her to marry her her to marry him but she's like in this like whirlwind of emotions because of what she just witnessed so she says no and then she basically runs away and shacks up with a like a teenage girl and they tell the teenage girl's father who is sam rockwell that she's like a school friend and then which is like no she's obviously not she's obviously like yeah you know 15 years older than right and and then her and sam rockwell fall in love but he i mean he's not falling in love with somebody he thinks is like a 16 year old he he sees through her right i just the whole concept of the movie is bizarre and the love story is so strange it's super weird yeah and they like make out and he like fingers her against a fence that's like the yeah. only thing i remember from that movie because i was like what? like i was just out on so the street, like, like out on the sidewalk yeah yeah like i was just like oh okay 
okay, you know, and, and, um, and then, yeah, like three days later, she's like, I'm in love with you. And I was like, no, you're not calm down. Like <laughs> it's, it's a bad, bad movie. And it, it made me sad that it was so bad. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm a big fan of Sam Rockwell and I actually really like Kira Knightley and Chloe Grace Moretz plays the teen and I'm, I'm on the fence about her. She, I, I like her in certain in certain things like I really liked her in 30 Rock because she's just such a conniving little brat you know um I don't know if you're that far yet no, but not. she is in it she's not in it for very long but she's in like I don't know maybe like three or four episodes or something but um which is funny because I she's such a brat in that but whenever she plays like overly seductive or like evil characters I like can't really get on board because I don't believe it you know what yeah, I mean I just I like totally can't see know what her you mean. as that yeah like it's like I saw this one movie of hers called I can't even remember what it's called. It's with it's with like Charlie Theron. It's like about a woman who's like family gets murdered when she's younger and like her it wasn't a it wasn't very good. It was like a Gillian Jacobs, not Gillian Jacobs, Gillian Flynn um book. Wait, Jillian Flynn or whatever. Anyway, she wrote Gone Girl. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this, I'm like, I liked Gone Girl, so I'll probably like this. Well, I didn't because it wasn't very good. Hmm. And, um, but she was like a really like evil, seductive-y like character. And I just, the entire time I was like, I'm really uncomfortable watching her be like this because she's just, she's got kind of like a cute little face, you know? And I just can't see her in that role. Not that someone who has a cute little face can't be seductive or anything. I'm just saying, like, it, she just doesn't fit it, you know? I agree. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that she can play, like, heavy-hitting roles. I no. Don't know. I yeah. think she can play emotional roles. Um, like, she was in the Texas Killing Fields, and that was a really good one. But she was, like, 14, so she was really young, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I, there's... <laughs> I, I, I go back and forth on her. I'm like, yeah, but also yeah. I can take her a lever. I don't dislike her, but I, I just wouldn't say that I really overly like her, you know? Yeah. yeah I think as a side character, she's fine, whatever, yeah. but she's hardly ever a side character. So no, I know. So anyway, what's your, uh, so my first movie and I've probably talked about this before, but is rumor has it. Uh, yes, we've talked about this <laughs> with a little bit. Shirley MacLaine, who's amazing. I love Shirley MacLaine. However, and Kevin Costner's in it too. And anyone who knows me I knows Mark I Ruffalo. love Kevin Costner. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Um, and Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. And it's like about this. Um, it's like this. A family who has had this relationship with this guy named Bo. And the reason I remember is because I watched the trailer the other day. <laughs> and, like, and his like story with this family with the mother is that he's like, it's like the graduate. So he slept with the mom and then he slept with her daughter and then he fucking sleeps with the granddaughter. <laughs> like, which it's is so messed up. Aniston. It's so messed up. It's like, it's so fucking weird. And like, there's like a part in the trailer where she's like you've slept with all of or she's like do you have to sleep with all the women in my family and he goes well I don't have to but I certainly have and I was just like ew I'm like like why are you attracted to someone that both your mom and your grandma slept with like that's like that is 
a That's level. That's a dysfunction, I think. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but so she has like, she's engaged and she's engaged to Mark Ruffalo, who's like the sweetest little angel baby on the planet. You know, like everyone loves Mark. Like who doesn't love Mark Ruffalo? You know what right. I mean? He yeah. stands up for women's rights. He's a really cool guy. Like who doesn't? And he's such a sweetheart in the film. And um, she just like brazenly cheats on him. And then she like goes and she's like, I'm so sorry that I like fucked up and like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's okay. I love you. And then they get married and I, and then the movie ended. And I. That's something that <laughs> it really bothers me is like, I tripped and fell and had sex. Like <laughs> yeah. we characters basically use that as an excuse and their significant others just like, okay. Like if, if my partner was like. So I was, I was hanging out with this girl and we had sex. I would be like, well, why don't you just keep going and having sex with her? Cause I, we're done. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I don't, I-, I don't know why these movies make it seem a romantic or be like, oh, you should have sympathy for her because she just made a mistake. Like, no, like, a mistake is like rear ending somebody. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> well, like, okay. Not sexually. I didn't think that, but okay. I'm glad you pointed it out because I was wondering. I was like, we're ending Yeah, it's not way. cheating if it's in the butt. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, it's like, it's like when people are like, I made a mistake. Like, okay, no, a mistake is one thing that you do. What you did was a series of things that led you to the moment where you had right. sex with another person. So yeah. you're making all these decisions to continue spending time with them. And like, you know, you're, you're having feelings for them and you know, you're engaged to someone else. So it's like, either you break off the engagement and you pursue this other relationship or you don't see the other person, you know, like it, it's right. like, or you just don't see anyone and you just remain single because you're confused about what you want. So it's like, I don't know what to tell you, but that's not a mistake. That's a series of decisions that led you to that moment. Like, don't tell me that it's a mistake. If you start hanging out with somebody who's the opposite set, if you're in a relationship and you start hanging out with somebody who you start potentially getting attracted to, you should probably just stop hanging out with them. Yeah. I hate when movies portray that. And I always feel so sad like the Mark Ruffalo character, I never actually saw the movie, but I know the story because we talked about it and you just told me. But Don't characters <laughs> like Mark Ruffalo, I feel so bad for because he should be dating someone who appreciates him. She obviously doesn't appreciate him if she goes out and sleeps with somebody who slept with her mother and her grandmother. <laughs> it's so disgusting. I know. And like, it, like there's, a, there's a scene in the trailer too. That was kind of funny where she's like talking to her sister who's played by Mena Suvari and she's like, she's like, wait, she's like, you slept with dad? She's like, grandma slept with dad? (laughs) I mean, I don't know, maybe keep it in the family, I guess. So (laughs) gross. It's just really But he's not their dad. I mean- right yeah no well no no not not um kevin costner's character but okay um, yeah but like the thing is like i'm watching the movie and i'm kind of like i kind of want her to be with the kevin costner character because he's like really good looking he's all like rich he's got like a fucking private plane like and (laughs) she's clearly confused about her feelings about about mark ruffalo so 
and like I feel like this is gonna pertain later to the kissing booth too but like if you are with someone and then later you choose another person over that other person maybe you should go with the second person because you wouldn't have chosen that second person if you were still really into the first one you know what I mean like I mean I guess I mean every scenario obviously is different but I'm saying like that that was like what kind of what I was feeling I was like just go with him like you're not you don't know what you want so yeah you but the well gross fun. part of the story is that why is she being seduced by somebody who seduced her grandmother and her mom she, but she's weird. not being seduced like she, I think she seduced him oh you did not tell me that <laughs> I buried the lead <laughs> because i think that's really gross like there's so many men on the planet that if you want to sleep with men you could literally sleep with probably 2.9 billion men or whatever yeah and just leave that one man who slept with both your mom and your grandma just let him be you know there's so many other men you could be with i think that story is still really gross like no i, I agree with you that like if you're conflicted about your feelings for your partner then you need to think about that not necessarily go sleep with other people but you need, you know you need to think about that which these movies obviously do not get that involved but no I, so i i understand what you're saying in that way but i just think that that's such a gross storyline no i totally agree it's it's disgusting which is why i put it on my list because yeah. it's <laughs> i mean <clears throat> and it does pertain and, slightly to the kissing booth yeah it's just i just have an issue with like and everyone should have this issue where why would you want to sleep with a guy who slept with your mom and your grandma? Like what? The guy's got like a dick of gold? Like, tell me, what is it? What is it about this guy that makes him so like irresistible to the women of this family? Is the sister next? I don't understand the desire. I don't either. I, I don't. It's, really weird. it's, it's too. Yeah. No, it, it, I mean, it's. It's like the equivalent of like me going out and my mom being like, oh yeah, I used to date that guy. And I'm like, great, I'm going to fuck him. <laughs> you know? like, That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, literally. Like, yeah. But like, and I would also be like. The age range is right in your uh, little area of attraction. Right. So maybe you should go looking for your mom's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. So what's the next movie you have? I have IQ. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's with Tim Robbins and Meg Ryan. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time. It's actually time. a really cute movie, but it's problematic. Oh, because, I yeah. barely remember the love story. I remember, like, the bare bones of it. So she's, like, Einstein's uh, uh, niece. Okay. And she's engaged to Stephen Fry. And Stephen Fry could not be less interested in her. Um, so, like that's not really like what's the issue the issue is that um tim robbins is like oh wow this woman is like really beautiful i really want to be with her and he goes to einstein and he's like i have a thing for your niece and einstein's like great she's super smart we're gonna pretend like you're super smart too and like him and all his like little friends who are like the cutest little like 80 year old men like are getting this guy like getting him like a makeover but like an intelligent makeover so they're like making him look look a little like shaggy and like less put together but they're also like we're gonna fake like you being a genius and so they kind of like trick her into falling in love with him when he's not like who he says he is oh that's yeah bad. and i mean it's 
I still like it, but I, I also recognize that it's problematic, you know? Yeah. You just reminded me of a movie that I saw with uh, Chris Pine and Reese Witherspoon and... Um, this is War? Yes. Did you ever... This means <laughs> I've war. never seen it, but I didn't want to because it looked really bad. And uh, the other guy is Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. So yeah. Tom Hardy and Chris Pine are like vying for the attention of Reese Witherspoon. And I think they're like spies... So the addition to the story is that they're like FBI guys, but it's a comedy. It's like a romantic comedy and it's the same idea. So Chris Pine spies on her and finds out what she likes and just basically mirrors her and says, you know, like he he just like does everything she does. And then Tom Hardy actually takes her out on like meaningful dates and like is himself around her. And later in the movie, she's like, I just got to follow my heart because Chris Pine understands me so much and I was like what he's been fake with you this whole time I'm supposed to believe this is a real love story I don't think so so who she end up with him she ends up with Chris Pine she ends up with Chris it's Pi- bad yes. it's such a shallow story and I didn't remember that IQ storyline that you just told me but it sounds very similar so I assume that the niece yeah she falls in love with him fakely yeah, she she yeah, and she dumps Stephen Fry and ends up with Tim Robbins, um, and they have a lot of chemistry together. But it, like, it's still like she ends up finding out later that he isn't who he says he was, and she's like really pissed about it, which is understandable. But I'm like, this shouldn't have happened in the first place. Like, what you right. know, like he, like he's not going to be able to fake being a genius for the rest of his life and also einstein dies at the end so oh, good geez. luck with faking like <laughs> your genius the rest of life you know yeah like, it, it's just like it, it's <laughs> i mean i like it i think it's a cute movie however it does have its issues and yeah, yeah. did you yeah. ever see sleepless in seattle I have, but I barely remember any of it. I watched that recently for the very first time, or I might have seen it when I was a kid, but it was basically like watching it for the first time. And that's a terrible love story as well. Like, is it? Yeah, Meg Ryan is engaged to Bill Pullman and they're in love with each other, but then she hears Tom Hanks tell a sob story about his wife who's passed away on the radio and then she becomes obsessed with him and she's like so determined to meet him that they like can. Fig- they figure out this way to like meet at the top of the Empire State Building or something. And so she goes on vacation with Bill Pullman, who's her fiance. Right. And tells him the whole story. And he just sort of lets her go. So these <sighs> two characters, they don't know each other at all. What it's not the romantic. Hell? It's infuriating. I can't believe it has <laughs> such a claim. It's a terrible movie. Anyway, we're so cynical with our love stories. We're like, no, fuck that love story. That's a shitty love story. <laughs> it's I don't I have no idea how Sleepless in Seattle, <laughs> except for the fact that Tom Hanks is in it. And Meg Ryan was like America's sweetheart for a few years in the 90s. So maybe that's what gives it wings. But it's not a good movie. It's not romantic. It's really sad. And once again, Hollywood has no heart for the bill pullman character whose fiance like gets drawn away from him by a guy on the radio i like i wish sleepless in seattle had been meg ryan meg ryan hears the radio and she goes to see him and she finds out that he's like this hideous (laughs) ugly guy 
and then we have to see her shallowness where she's like, I guess I don't love him. (laughs) 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 Anyway. All right. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I'm done with mine. And I have my, I have my recommendation. So I watched hereditary last night at, I think we finished around 1 a.m. Um, huge mistake because <laughs> Sam, like, you know, it takes a lot for me to get really scared by horror movies. Like yeah. it takes a lot, like even the descent, like it spooked me, but it w- it didn't really scare me, you know? Right. Um, I felt like this, like the first time I watched the ring when I was 15, it was like watching the ring. Really? Like, that's how scared I was. I had to sleep with like these LED lights on and this like Himalayan pink salt lamp on because I was literally too afraid to sleep in the dark. Like I didn't want to. Like I was like, mm, maybe I should sleep on the couch because the TV's there and it's bright. Like it was, wow. it, it like, it's so, okay. <clears throat> so I do want to so, say one thing before you tell what it's about. This morning I saw your text that said, can we record at two? Because I am afraid that I won't sleep well because of how scary the movie was. And I texted Mike and I said, Lauren watched the movie Hereditary last night. She said it scared her so much. She doesn't think she's going to be sleeping well tonight. So we're going to record at two. This is unprecedented. Please never (laughs) scare Lauren. So this is like new territory. I've never heard of you getting scared at a scary movie. So... I mean, so the guy who did it, or the person who did it, I'm not sure if they're male or female. I think that they're male. They also did Midsommar. And well, that I makes really, so much sense. Yeah, I really liked Midsommar, but Midsommar was just more like unsettling. This is unsettling too, but this was unsettling in a way. Okay, like I should, I have to, I have to, um, I have to say before I start getting into this that, um, <laughs> Like one of the things I was foolishly telling my parents last night was that I love a horror movie that freaks me out so much it leaves me borderline emotionally scarred. Oh, and I have to ask for it. That fucking happened. (laughs) You asked for it. The universe was like, okay. (laughs) The universe was like, fine. You want to be fucking scared? Let's do this shit. And I was like, what did I ask for? (laughs) So it's about a family. And, um, the, the younger girl is like really weird. Like there's like a pigeon that like flies against their, the window of like the classroom and dies. And she like cuts off the pigeon's head and like carries it around with her and stuff. And yeah. And so one night her brother takes her to a party that she doesn't want to go to. She's like 13 and he's like 16 and he's played by Alex Wolf, who by the way, is an awesome actor. Like wow that guy has got a he's got a career ahead of him because he's very talented oh cool um and i don't really like his brother nat i think nat's kind of annoying looking like there's something about him he's got a very like punchable face you know what i mean yeah he's like a boy next door sort of face he's like a david schwimmer type (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah yeah but alex i think is adorable but um so she has chocolate cake and she has a um, reaction to pecans that are into it. So she's going into like anaphylactic shock. 
and he's driving her home and they're like in the middle of nowhere and she's not like she can't breathe so she sticks her head out the window and he hits a pole and she gets decapitated (gasps) what yeah yeah so he stops in the middle of the road because he knows what just happened and it's just and all the cameras focus on is his expression as he's like trying to calm himself down but he's not even doing anything he's just sitting there shaking and crying like like just tear like and he doesn't even look behind him in the back seat so um is the head in the back seat no (laughs) but the body is and so the next morning um the mom finds the body of the decapitated of her child and like you can he, he drove home he just drove home, went to bed. He, I mean, I think it's, he's obviously severely traumatized, like okay. severely traumatized and clearly doesn't know how to deal with this totally weird, like, I mean, who knows how to deal with a situation where you get your sister decapitated accidentally because he like, <laughs> yeah, I just like, yeah, I mean, like who does that? Like, and so he had to swerve to hit a deer in the middle of the road and that's why he hit the pole. And so you can hear like her screams, like echoing throughout the house. And it's just, I can't even like, I can't even really tell you just how creepy and unsettling this movie is, but they have, um, they have like this great music that is very just like low tone. But as soon as you hear it, you're like, Oh God, no. No, <laughs> you know, you're like something's gonna happen, and the little girl would do this thing where she'd click her tongue, so she'd like, like, you know, yeah. And so every time you'd hear it, you go, "Oh my God, something is about to happen!" And it was like this weird Pavlovian trigger response that would like increase your fear level. And <laughs> it, it started. I thought it started getting a little ridiculous, but it was. I still liked it. I liked the movie. I thought it was great. It's just like, like, I don't even, I don't even want to get into it because I feel like I'll get into it too much and then it'll be like too long of a discussion, you know? But, um, I drove home and I kept looking in my backseat. Like I couldn't stop looking in my backseat. Like I literally like every two minutes, you know, my parents' house is like five minutes from my place. So I was literally like, oh my God, is there something back? No, there's okay. No decapitated body. Great. (laughs) You know, like it was just like, I went home and I turned on my, my, like, I have like led lights and, um, and they're like a nice amber color. So it's like the room was like filled with like a nice warm glow. Um, but I kept like waking up and like thinking about this movie. It's so, it was so intense and so scary. And holy shit, like I, if you like a good scare, now Sam, I don't think you should see this movie. Like no, I, I'm like 100% every ounce- certain I'm not going to watch it. Every I, I know I'm not going to watch Midsummer either because no, I, no. And Midsummer was like light compared to this. Oh one. my gosh. That's saying no. something because that movie was also scary, but like I I don't want you to see this movie so much and I'm like <laughs> I want to like protect you from it. Like I'm like no, Sam, do not do it. You cannot handle it because I couldn't handle it. And I wish I had not seen it at night. Please. I I saw one time my friend Amanda took me to see House of a Thousand Corpses 
and that movie stuck with me for a long, long, long time. And uh, that's probably the that's probably the scary movie that stuck with me the longest of all the scary movies I've watched. Uh, I imagine that Hereditary would stay with me at least that long. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. I mean, like I'm fine now, and I think tonight I'll be fine. But um, no, like when I came home, I, I was just like, I kept going like, oh. <laughs> you know, like I was like, man, I really Jeez. got freaked out by it. It really flipped me out. So, um, again, to our listeners, if you like horror movies, I would recommend it, but I would watch it during the day <laughs> because, and maybe with someone, because it's, it, it's, it's a very good at getting you really unsettled and like, and it, it only increases. So it gets worse, you know, <laughs> my little cousin Elizabeth is like, it's supposed to get better, right? <laughs> like, oh, geez. And like at the end, she goes, it didn't get better. It didn't get better at all. <laughs> so, oh, man. That's, ugh, so, yeah. I don't like it. That's so, what yeah, I gotta say. Everybody watch that one. Hereditary. Midsummer yeah. is very good, too. But <laughs> it's like I even texted another one of my friends and I was like, listen. I don't think you should watch this movie because it's too scary for you. She's like, I'll watch it with my friend. And I was like, don't watch this movie. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. You will flip out. Um, I like that she probably wasn't even thinking about watching it until you texted her not to watch it. So, Well, no, we were talking about it before because I texted like it was like a group text. Oh, okay. And so I was like, I'm like, have you guys seen Hereditary? This movie's fucking me up. And uh and one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, no, I've seen it before, and it is really scary. And then the other one was like, oh, I really want to see it. And I was like, no, don't do it. Don't do it, man. You're going to. It makes gonna... me want to read the Wikipedia page on it or the, like, just a, a description of it. But I tried that with Midsummer, and I couldn't get through two sentences. So I'm sure Hereditary <laughs> will be the same. But anyway. Yeah. What a so... great way to follow up Hereditary. <laughs> talking about the kissing booth so i do want to say the reason i watched the kissing booth the first time when it came out this was like a year ago or more i don't know 2018 it's a netflix original and i noticed that joel courtney is in it and he was the lead boy from super 8 mm -hmm. and i was very excited because i'm like oh wow the kid from super 8 grew up and he's in a teen romantic movie and I like Joey King. Like I've seen her in a, like she was in the Ramona Quimby movie with Selena Gomez and stuff. And so she's kind of a cute little actress. And so I was like, you know, I actually have a soft spot for teen movies, teen romantic comedies. I'm, I'm interested in this. I'm going to give it a watch. It's Friday night or whatever night I watched it. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to watch a predictable yet fun teen movie. And I was so fired up in rage as I was watching The Kissing Booth that I, I had to finish it because I was so angry at how terrible it was. And it could have been a perfectly adequate teen romance, except they tried to be unique in a way that really enraged me. So, it was bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a terrible movie, and I don't know how it was even made. I, I don't okay, know how they made so a second one. I have to say, I don't know how you felt about this, but the like entire like half of the film of the first one 
I was worried that this girl was about to get date raped. Like I couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> oh, like I is was it like, because she was sexually assaulted multiple times by oh my people God, she went to yeah. school with like, and her brother's or her friend's brother. <laughs> like, and not only that, but they like overly romanticize this one dude who fucking gropes her in public. He like, touched he touched her bottom butt. Like basically yeah. where the vagina and the butt meet is where he slapped her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah. like he like full on was like womp like and it was just and and then you know he's like hey we should date and okay and <laughs> this just really reminded me of like the guys that you find on like dating websites. Who were like, hey, sexy, let's date. And you're like, mm, <laughs> yes. yes, we've never spoken before. So calm down, first of all. And secondly, like, no, ew. <laughs> like, that's how you approach a woman? Like, what is wrong with you? You know, like, Jesus. And like, so this guy, what was his name? Like, Tuppen or whatever? Tuppen, which yeah. I mean, if, if Tuppen alone, like, there was no other names in the name book. Like, was he well, like an urchin from name. the Victor- Victorian England who's like Tuppence? <laughs> like, well, Tuppen, that, that had to be his last name, though. That's what I assumed it was his last name. Oh, that makes more sense, but yeah. I still don't like it. <laughs> okay, so it starts out with her, like, so Joey Joey King is named L. And it starts out with the longest montage I've ever experienced in my fucking life. And I fucking hated it so much because she was like, we did this and then we grew up and then we did this and then we grew up and then we did this and then we grew up. And I was like, I don't really care. Like, so I don't... Their, their moms were best friends. And they Which was born, cute. And they like, were born on the same day so that then they grew up as best friends. But they have these ridiculous friend rules that are like the basis of their friendship that they are like... I think every, listen, I don't know a sensitive way to say this, so I'm just going to say it. I think every teen in that movie has mental issues. <laughs> and I can't, I, I just, I don't know any other way to explain it. They have, there's something going on because yeah. they have these rules that they have to stick with through thick and thin. And they're like common sense, nonverbal rules, like. Oh, I shouldn't date Lauren's sister because it's Lauren's sister. Yeah, that probably would be weird. But instead, they're like, rule number nine, no dating a member of your best friend's family. (laughs) Rule number, uh, you know. I know. Like, so, okay. So, longest montage ever. And then she is getting ready for school. It's like her junior year or whatever. (laughs) And her pants rip right down the bottom which happened to me literally the other day so that really sucks but I totally (laughs) empathize like it was I like bent over and I was like and it was like rip like right along like the seam oh like (laughs) like I totally get that (laughs) the thing is like that bothered me is that they weren't tight pants they were just regular like they fit me fine but I bent over and my pants were like no this is too much I I do think (laughs) just I mean, sometimes, like, sweat. if you wear a pants a long time, the seams do get, like, weak, so. I didn't even wear them that long. All right. This I don't know why, then. This is a shitty pair of pants. So, <laughs> so she wears, like, this skirt, which. Oh, but first, say, her back. So, she goes to school with a uniform. Yeah. And she was wearing her uniform pants, but her backup pants were at the cleaners because. Right. The day before school, you'd always, or the day, first day of school, you'd always send your uniform to the cleaners. So they're not there when you need them. Of course. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, so she splits her pants 
And she decides to wear a skirt that she wore like two years ago. So she's grown a lot. And they like mentioned that like she's got like a womanly, like a budding, bosomy body. I fucking hate when they describe like young. Oh my gosh. It's really gross. I have Um, like everything you're saying makes me want to say other things. So I have to hold back the whole time. So I'm sorry if I interrupt you, but it's going. (laughs) So my first thought was who cares? Like if you're. If your skirt is too short and you're feeling uncomfortable, just wear a different pair of pants. The worst that can happen is you get in trouble and you get detention. And all you have to do is go, I'm sorry, but like, this is what happened. And I'm I'm just having a really hard time believing that she had to go in this pair of pants that like, if she wasn't wearing underwear, her vagina would have been like full on display. Yeah. Her butt was hanging out of the bottom of the skirt and she walked into the kitchen and her dad gives her this like, honey, like a sitcom (laughs) dad, like a dad who's totally clueless. And her mom, they've established her mom has passed away. Yeah. Just her dad. And she goes, my, my pants ripped. And I thought, can't the dad just call the school and say, listen, we had a wardrobe malfunction. I was going to be wearing different pants to school today. I'm really sorry. Why right. would you ever let her leave the house like that? I don't know. It's like straight out objectifying women. Like, oh my, it's like everyone is okay with this girl getting sexually assaulted. Like everyone is fucking okay with that. Like even her is like, she's like, it's just a little bit of ass grabbing who cares (laughs) yeah and then tuppen like he doesn't you should never slap a woman's ass that you are that you go to school with or that you go to work with if you're not intimately acquainted with this woman you should never be touching her butt first of all you should never be touching a woman's butt unless it's consensual (laughs) like you know like yeah like well i mean like if you're not already in in a relationship with this woman and she's okay with it yes but I'm just saying, never touch a woman's butt outside of that no. situation. Well, and, and why would he think it's okay to like run up and just grab he her butt? He ran up to her and he didn't give her like a playful tap on the cheek. As we stated, he gave her like a cup under butt slap. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he <laughs> like, for sure, like he grabbed, he grabbed her butt. Like yeah. for sure. Yeah. And so then Noah comes up. Noah's Noah the is, older brother. So Elle yeah, and so Lee Noah, are best friends. They're, they're the same right. age. Right, right. Um, I have to say I thought Lee and Elle's relationship was pretty cute. Um, but that was like the only thing that I really liked about the films. Um, so Lee is the best friend and then Noah's the older brother and everyone calls him Flynn, but I'm going to call him Noah because fuck Noah. And, (laughs) (laughs) And he's immediately like, we got a problem here. I'm going to beat you up. And I was just like, oh, brother, here we go. Like the macho guy steps in, can't communicate and only uses his fist to talk. Like, it's just so bad, you know? (laughs) It's so bad. I'm almost certain that the movie, like, this is how I, this is how I pacify myself. So the planet Mars (laughs) had a fiction contest to see who could best assimilate what american high school life was like and whatever alien did that the best would be the first alien to get sent to earth to integrate into human culture and that's who wrote this movie because (laughs) it's so far out of the grasp of like real life i've never seen a movie try to mimic real life so badly but oh my god they try to make flint they try to make noah this like super sensitive character who also fights 
all the time. And oh my god, all the time. So I convinced Mike to watch this movie because I told him how bad it was, and he gave an analogy that I have to give him credit for because it's perfect. He said, Noah is the Hulk and Elle is Natalia from the Marvel movies. And she's always Wait, just Natalia to- or Natasha? Natasha, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Natasha from the Marvel movies because she's always just trying to talk him out of some sort of Hulk <laughs> rage. And yeah. for no apparent reason. And also, later in the movie, you find out he got accepted to Harvard. And I'm almost certain that Harvard would never accept somebody who is constantly violent like that. Yeah. Like, this guy is so aggressively violent. Like, how... Like, the only way that I can assume that he hasn't been sent to something like Juvie is because his parents are fucking loaded. Super You know, rich. like, stupidly rich. Um and okay i need to pull up my notes well there was a scene that i think happened after right after the montage right before she put on like the coochie skirt (laughs) and (laughs) so there's a scene where she's at the pool with lee her best friend and they're swimming at his pool at his giant mansion of a house Mm -hmm. and she's sitting there in a bikini and noah comes in and I I have never gotten more tired of women swooning over male chests. <laughs> like I don't understand it. Every male chest was was just like too much for them to handle. But so Noah comes out and she's at the pool and they're like her and Lee are making fun of Noah and Noah says, "Hey L, nice boobs. When'd you grow those?" And I was like, and then Lee was like, "Yeah, she grew them over the summer." And I thought everyone's just gonna sit and sexually harass her. No one thinks this is weird. And she yeah. like, she's like such a weird, subservient, like woman who's just like, I'm an independent thinker, but yes, you can talk about my boobs all you want in an objectifying yeah. manner. It's such a weird dynamic that I don't understand. And the whole movie, <laughs> both movies have it. It okay. I, I also have to say something. I have to mention something before we get into that. Um, there is a lot of like bodily fluid exchanges in this movie that really like really like at some points actually made me want to like throw up like when she's talking about her first sneeze and the guy sneezes all over her face and snot was all over her face yeah i I wanted to fucking vomit like like first of all i hate snot and spit like i think it's disgusting like it's like i'm like it's really gross um but i was like what was the point of including that? You could have just been like, oh, yeah, it was an awkward kiss or not even mention anything it, about it like because it's not vital. Like, <laughs> I, I forgot about that part, but you're so right. And every, like, up until she was, like, 16, she hadn't been kissed because every almost kiss was, like, ended in, like, a weird, embarrassing, un, like, like no kiss. Like, he sneaked yeah. on her or she yeah. bumped his head or something. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, just stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> God. And so, so I immediately hated Noah. Um, yeah. And I also got really he had tired a giant like, smoldering glances. I did. He like, so, okay. Let me say one thing before I say this other thing, but he had a giant mole on his chest that looked like a third nipple that I like could not stop <laughs> focusing on. He had, he had three nipples, <laughs> three nipples, <laughs> three, three nipples. Three nipples. <laughs> um, and also like the first time he comes on the screen and I was like, who is this Jared Padalecki looking motherfucker? <laughs> like, that's so good. Like, I was just like, I was just like, I, first of all, I, 
I don't think Noah's that cute. Like, no, I, me I, neither. I don't like, think there's anything particularly interesting or no. good. Like, I find him to be He's pretty, like a meathead. Yeah, like, yeah, I think he's very, like, kind of, like, middle of the road. Like, I don't, I don't, I totally, there's, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think, like, all of these women are, like, oh, my God, Flynn is so hot. And I'm, like, <laughs> is he? Because I've seen him with my eyes, and I can tell you, like, he ain't that special. <laughs> like, was, I was thinking the same thing, like, his personality is shit, and he's not really that attractive. No, he has and like some muscles that apparently women in this universe cannot get enough of. But I don't, I don't like muscles. Do not a like good to boyfriend find a make. person. Yeah, like who cares? Yeah. yeah, and I know. And so everyone is losing their shit over this guy, and they're like, "Oh my god, Flynn is so hot!" And I'm just like, first of all, okay, how many? Like, how many potential TBIs does this guy have from getting into fights? You know? <laughs> like, I mean, so there's there's obviously something, like, chemically wrong with him. There's something wrong he- with all of them. <laughs> but, like, to say. <laughs> I know! I'm trying to make a point about him. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, he keeps getting into fights. And I, what I really particularly don't understand is how women are more attracted to him because he's getting into fights. Because personally, when I see someone who's in, extremely violent and aggressive, my first thought is, oh, girl, stay away from that dude. Like, yeah, he is like, psycho. if he's doing this in public, what's he going to do to you in private? Exactly. <laughs> and everyone is overly romanticizing this dude. And like, he, like, it's just like, if they hadn't included him being so violent, I think it would have made him more likable, but barely. I mean, just barely. Like, yeah. I yeah. Don't. Like, ugh. the thing is, something that really bothers me about the movie is I'm totally fine with a love story that starts with best friends who slowly realize they have feelings for each other because Lee and Elle were like on the same brainwave yeah. the whole time. Like, they were. I, I don't buy that they don't have feelings for each other because you do not connect with somebody that, like, if you're heterosexual, you do not connect with a male that often the way she connected with him and not have feelings for him. You know, I mean, I'm sure I agree. Just their friendship I, was tighter than most friendships ever are. I think. Or most relationships. So that's what I mean. Like, I know that guys and girls can be friends. I, I don't disagree that they can be friends and not be in love with each other, but their connection was otherworldly. And I yeah. don't buy that they aren't in love with each other because no relationship would like no other man would ever satisfy you if you had this perfect compatible relationship that's what i'm saying well because i i i so i i agree with you and i don't agree with you because part of me really liked that they just remained best friends because i think that's not something i've really seen a lot in romantic comedies usually they do end up together um however i also totally agree with you because if i had someone who i was that close to and we spent all of our time together, like, I would end up looking at every other guy and going, you're just not Lee. Like, you're not, I don't, you know, like, and it's, it would also make me nervous as a significant other of one of them, 
that how much time they spend together. I'd be and like, they, are you sure there's nothing going on between you two? Because they wisely address that in the second movie with Lee's girlfriend. Cause she's like yeah. sick of having Ella around all the time. And I agree. I would be too. I would be so, um, Man, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so uncomfortable because I think like they definitely, like, they know each other. I could never satisfy him the way she does. And yeah. he even says to her, I just like having you around all the time. And I'm like, why would you like, I don't, and he, he like abandons his girlfriend. He forgot they were supposed to hang out. He had a whole evening with Elle, like playing games and getting food. And then he was like, oh no, I was supposed to meet my girlfriend. And she's like waiting at the movie theater for him the whole time. Yeah. And no, they're doing I know. like, like a three person costume for Halloween. It's just, I, I just, I know what you mean, but I don't buy it because they went so heavy handed with this. Yeah. Friendship. Yeah. But I agree with you. Like. It is kind of creative that they never got together or they haven't so far. But at the same time, it's, it's, I just, I think it's like a tried and true story. Best friends fall in love, done, put, right. close the book on it. I enjoy it. But instead they like try to throw a wrench in by having his like really mean and like abusive older brother become her boyfriend. He's not, he's not cute. Like no. he's, he's super. Okay. So let's talk about how just like fucking awful and controlling he is. Um, I, okay. No, wait, <clears throat> let's go back to Tuppen. Okay. <laughs> because okay. first of all, my first thought was, what is this guy like an Instagram model? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they gave him like a perm before the- <laughs> He looked like that dude that I sh- remember that dude I showed you pictures of and you were like I I can't look at pictures. Oh, of he him did kind of look like that guy. Like- yeah, Brock O'Hearn. That's his uh, name. <laughs> I know Sam is guy. like, oh, that guy. No, but I kind of agree with you. Um, there's like a level of like, yeah, you're good looking, but like, how much of a personality do you have? Because when you start reading, like, and I'm going on a tangent here, but when you start reading like his comments or his like captions on like his posts he's like live life free breathe and I'm like like where where did you go to like Hobby Lobby and wrote down the first like you know <laughs> like yeah like sign that you you know it's just so so Toppin looks like an Instagram model and he totally gropes her and then later they're in class and he's like sending her notes like, hey, we should go out, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, they're in <laughs> oh detention. God, we totally should. Yeah. But she makes him put on like a skirt or something to. He sends her a note that says, what do I have to do to get your number? Yeah. Yeah. And then she makes him like put <laughs> a, a uniform skirt on. Yeah. I would have been like, fuck off and die. <laughs> like, that's what's going to happen. Like, I don't, um, but yeah, he like, and then everyone is like, oh my God, he's wearing a skirt. And it's so funny when men wear skirts. First of all, I had a big issue with the fact that there would, it would have been so easy to include LGBTQ people in this movie. And they didn't until the second oh, one. They and- sho- oh, didn't you see how, how well they shoehorned a very awkward gay teen story where like <laughs> Elle is suddenly dispensing like very serious advice to her friend who seems to be going through, I don't, are they friends? We've never seen them interact until the second no. movie. I know. And for some, like in the second one, he like comes and he like lays on the blanket beside her. I would have been like, who, what, what yeah. are you doing Well, here? I thought that when I was watching <laughs> the movie, I was like, what, are they at the beach together? Cause yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I would have been like, 
I've been like, oh no, this isn't for you. This is for like my friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you then she like, all of a sudden she's like, so you're gay, huh? And I'm like, wait, are you guys at that level? Like, <laughs> yeah, like she's like, so um, I know it's really difficult when men come out or women come out, whatever, you know, um, but are you gay? Like, like <laughs> no. And then he was like, I don't, I don't even know. Look how cute that guy is over there. Like, it's such a, I don't know. Well, and also, like, are weird. you gay now? First of all, like, people don't just decide oh. to become gay. Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't think she asked him quite like that, but she okay, asked well. him, like, a dishy sort of manner, you know, like, yeah. like suddenly she was, like, his confidant. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like, oh, I'm actually looking for a new best friend because Lee dished me for Rachel. So. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but you're kind of, you made me think of something. You said, like, the whole school loved that the guy was wearing a skirt. Yeah. Well, the the school in this movie like the cliques would sort of uh, dissolve for convenience sake like everybody in the school would get like they would like shit their pants with delight at things that happened like i know the kissing booth was debaucherous at best and they were like standing around just cheering their eyes out like cheering their cheering their brains out is a better term and then like in the second movie when she was like gushing about marco over the intercom system oh my god the whole school was loving it and they were like like, uproarious and like but then there's like these girls called the omgs who are like the clicky girls and and then there's like popular sporty guys like tuppen who like touched her vagina basically and and just like, everyone's totally okay with him being yeah, a future like, date rapist if, if like, a click matters a click matters for a second and then all of a sudden everyone is just like friends with each other this is like utopia high school and <laughs> it makes no sense and there's no boundaries and it's totally okay for you to grow up whoever you want because there will be literally no consequences <laughs> well, for your and, actions. So. And, like, Noah hooks up with so many women. I mean, it's, you talked about him having a brain injury. He has to have an STI of some kind. Oh, yeah. He, he was, they had a party at their house, and he was standing in the middle of the party making out with a random girl. Yeah. As you do. Yeah. Like, you don't find a, a quiet place. You stand right. and make no. out while everyone's milling around you. When I go to parties and I make out with people, I know that I want everyone to see me making out with this person. So we're actually on a table standing while everyone's just watching us frowning. I mean, like, and if it doesn't happen that way, what's even the point? Why even make out with someone? You know what I mean? Like, I want everyone to know that I am making out with this person. Like, you want everyone to know how much of a bad boy he is. And well, he's, yeah, He's also wearing a leather jacket inside, I which think. Which always means that he's a bad boy. And yeah. they're in Los Angeles, which I find it hard to believe that people in Los Angeles regularly wear leather jackets if they're not, <laughs> like, riding a motorcycle or something. But yeah. apparently they do. But, yeah. So another thing about this movie is you, that you pointed out is um, there's not much LGBT... in it and it's not very like deeply or respectively done but like the gender like the the way that women are objectified she has two strip teases in the first movie and her classmates Mm -hmm. and the first one is at the party she gets drunk and she starts which, taking her clothes I off. I have to which, say, looked like a really fun party, and I kind of wish I'd been there. I know. I, I always, <laughs> I've always wanted to go to like a, a high school movie party because. Right. Me too. I've been blackout drunk before, and I've never 
in my life thought I should start stripping in front of people. <laughs> so well, that I think is the difference because she's like, because everything's just okay and nothing bad ever happens in this universe. So why not get naked in front of a people, a bunch of people you don't know? And again, this is exactly where I'm talking about where I'm like, having an issue where I'm like, oh my God, is she going to get like date raped by someone? <laughs> yes. I'm like, I mean, what, like, it's, I, and, and so, okay. So the, the very thin thread of a premise through the movie is that her and Lee come up with having a kissing booth for this like school fair. Yeah. So the, the popular girls want Noah to be in the kissing booth because they all want to kiss him. Right. So like a lot of the movie is like, the hijinks of them trying to get Noah to be in the kissing booth and and the hijinks of like Noah telling men throughout the like telling all the boys in school not to date her like threatening yeah. them with violence but still Noah goes out and like makes out with these girls and I assume he's sleeping with a lot of girls because that's like well okay and so let's talk about the scene in the locker room oh yes so she ends up in the wrong locker oh, room because she has a course. romantic paint fight with her best friend as yeah. you do where they <laughs> like paint do. each other when you're not dating and you're like yeah, yeah uh, so she's a romantic paint fight the cutest romantic adorable. trope for <laughs> non-romantic cute. people who are not interested in each other at all no not at all um and she goes into the wrong locker room and there's like paint on her eyes yeah and Classic. yeah and so which she could obviously see well enough to know where she was going. So I have a hard time believing that she's like, oops, I accidentally went to the wrong <laughs> that, one. You know if I, I had mean? that much paint in my eyes where I couldn't see where I was going, I would be flipping out. I would yeah, not be I would as be cavalier like, as she was, like, trouncing around the school. Well, and there's no, like, in an art studio, there's going to be a sink because yeah. you have to wash off your, you have to wash off right. your um, paintbrushes. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's definitely going to be a sink. Like, yeah. I just, and so she, you know, she ends up in there. And at, for some reason, every single boy that is in the entire school is in there. <laughs> yes. They're all changing. <laughs> like, yes. they're all changing. So they're all like half naked. And, and um, Noah's in there and he only has a towel on naturally. Mm. Yes. And um, she, he's like, get out, Al, you know, like, and he's so controlling. And she's just she like, took her shirt off, I think, because she was like covered in paint. So she was just yeah. wearing a bra, I think. Right. Yeah. And then she like does this whole thing where she's like, I'm fun and flirty and like doesn't really do anything other than like pull her shirt to the side and like maybe let I don't even think she let it fall. But the guys are just losing their fucking shit. And I have to tell you, Sam, <laughs> I have to tell you. That as a, just the first one, not the second one. But as I was watching the first one, I was like, you know what? This would be a great plot for a porno. <laughs> yes. No. Because she's, she's yes. getting into so many situations where she could have sex with so many different dudes. Yes. Like, she's like, first, she just, she's, so Noah's like, you've got to leave now. Like his mm -hmm. reaction is totally uneven to the situation because any normal person will be like, oh, you accidentally came into the guy's locker room i think you you know i can you know you should probably go but instead he was immediately like yelling at her and pissed at her yeah. and telling her she had to leave and then she wanted to be like cutely defiant and so she did like a weird little strip tease in front of all the guys in the locker room and they were all like like you said freaking out and you're right like in a porno movie she would then have sex with all of them she'd have a gangbang you know yeah. like a good old-fashioned gangbang you know and it's just like and 
I just, I was so uncomfortable in that scene. I didn't think it was cute. I was just like, this is like, it's just, ugh. okay. So, so it was gross. I want to, I want to rewind a little bit because, um, after she gets groped by Tuppen and they're in the office of like the principal or whatever, um, he, Noah is sitting there with her and he goes, well, wearing that, you look like you're asking for it. And I was like, and that was the moment where I couldn't, I did not care about Noah at any point. Like, and I did not care about him anymore throughout the entire, like both of them. I, I didn't like him more. I just kind of was like, I was, I really didn't care about him. I did not care what happened to Noah. If Noah got hit by a bus, I'd be like, oh, really sad. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? No, like, I, I think like the objectification in women in this movie is sickening. It's disgusting. Yeah. But there's also a lot of objectification of men too. Yes. I know. I mean, it's sickening. It, equally. It's, I, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's, it's gross. Like, it's just like, ugh, I mean, it's okay. really bad. And it's, oh, also something else that so she she does a strip tease at the party before she yeah. does the strip tease in the locker room and she like starts to fall off of the pool table that she's doing the strip tease on and somebody catches her of course. and then she wakes up in the morning in noah's bed yep yeah and, oh yeah we forgot to talk about that and yeah. she looks around the room and you see like he's got like a jock strap that says like in big letters size xl Oh, and, I didn't even notice that. Like, that is hilarious. Does a six, like she's never been kissed. Okay, so they've established that she's never been kissed. Right. Does a sixteen-year-old girl even care about penis size at that point in her life? Like that I, wouldn't even register. Like when I was, okay, when I was sixteen, I wasn't getting drunk and stripping for people. But at the same time, I don't think. I mean, I wouldn't even think about it. I, I wouldn't even know what the item was, to be honest. Maybe it was more for the viewers, but I feel like he probably just got one that said extra large. He just he just said it. He was like, um, you know, David Bowie in Labyrinth. He just had to, you know, <laughs> just showed up. <laughs> it's just so weird because I don't know who the audience, who is the intended audience for these movies? That's what I wanted to ask you. Who do you think it is? I would think age is like maybe 16 to 20 five i was thinking like 11 really because when i was 11 year, years old that's probably what i thought high school and falling in love was gonna be like yeah no i, I um think, <laughs> i i have I think a, you're I, right i think they probably were intending it to be for like 16 and up but it's so juvenile it, it is well so okay so I have more issues with that with that scene, and I think we should talk about it more. Okay. So um, she wakes up, and her, like, she looks down, and she's wearing Noah's um, uniform, or not uniform. Um, um, his, like his jersey. like His, his jersey, yeah. I couldn't yeah. remember the word for it. And immediately, she looks to see if she has underwear on. So, like, her first thought is, oh, my God, this guy had sex with me when I was blackout drunk. Like, Yeah. That's not an issue. That's not an issue that the writers didn't go, um, maybe we shouldn't promote blackout drunk non-consensual sex between two people. Like, you know, like it should promote blackout drunk strip tease either. (laughs) Like I well and that I just like I had so many issues with this movie. (laughs) It's really bad. I mean, I have like, I was showing my dad my notes. Like I didn't show him like each individual note, but I was just showing him how much I had. And he was like, wow. And I'm like, I'm not kidding. This movie (laughs) had just, just so many levels of terrible. 
Um, okay, so I didn't think Noah controlling her her dating life was cute at all. I did write down, and I'm like, like, like totally blanking on how Molly Ringwald got to the <laughs> like. I know that she's the mom of Flynn and or uh, Noah and um and Lee, but. The first time that she's introduced, I don't know if you notice this, but you can see her nipples through her shirt. Oh, I did not notice like, that. Not like not like she was cold, like fucking full on areolas. Like really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but I did um I did think most of her lines were so bland and her acting yeah. was so like phoning it in that she's not a very good actress though. no i know like, i think she's kind of a one-trick pony but yeah i did not like her part is whatever they use it, her for the name i but. mean it's literally like she's literally like the token mom character is what yeah. she is yeah, yeah she's she's only there to give advice to l she doesn't have any dreams or hopes or interests of her own. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember what and their dad looks like, by the way. So the parents- like, he made such a the worst, like <laughs> no impression on me whatsoever. Um, <laughs> Mike actually I- pointed out that they, the dad, cause they had that like dinner at the beach or whatever, like two family dinners. And mm-hmm. um, the dad sounded like he had, like he was maybe in a British guy who was pretending to have an American accent. <laughs> See, I don't even like, <laughs> Again, almost like you could literally be like he was Middle Eastern and I would believe you because I would have no reason to not believe you. Like that is like that is how much of a non-impression that he made. Like I'm oh. I'm literally like, what did he even look like? Like I don't even The parents in these movies are like totally cool with the fact that their kids are like just running around having sex all the time. Like at least pretend to be upset that your teenage kids are sexually active. Like, obviously, teenagers have sex, but the parents are so unconcerned. Like, in the second movie, she's going to Harvard. She's going to Boston to visit Noah while he's at Harvard. And they don't even pretend that she has a hotel room. Like, it's just accepted that she's <laughs> staying in his dorm. And she's I, I don't like- even know if my parents would have let me do that if I was in college, let alone I'm a senior in high school and I'm going across the country to visit my boyfriend. I don't foresee my parents letting me go alone a and b not at least paying for a hotel room even if they know i probably won't be sleeping there you know what i mean <laughs> yeah well like, parents are just like oh, whatever they're like checked out they're like peanuts parents like i know <laughs> well and i have a hard time believing too that her father has no idea of what a violent person Noah is. yes like yes i have I have a very hard time believing that he is totally clueless about that. But then again, I don't know. The dad like seemed like he maybe never emoted ever in his life. Like <laughs> I told him, I think like, it's fine, honey, whatever you want to do. And I'm like, I'm like, I think that he might, I think that the actor <laughs> they wanted to play the dad, like came down with the flu. And so they just took, like, they just had to take somebody off the street. Yeah. And put him like, in. Yeah. Or they had like a, an actual like famous, like it was like, like Luke Evans, but he like passed away. Not Luke Evans. Um, fucking what's his name from 90210? Do you know oh, Luke Perry? Luke Perry, yeah, like they had like a Luke Perry type, but they were like, we can't get. Well, I mean, Luke Perry passed away, but like, it was like someone like that. You get what I mean? Like I some, think, some like yeah. maybe they were well, trying to get like another Brad used, like, Pack a member. glossy, a glossy eight by ten photo of Luke Perry, and that would have been just as emotionally involved as the dad. They could have like. Was cut out the mouth and just stuck someone's mouth in there and it would have been like literally the same effect 
Yeah. She'd be like, Dad, I love you. And he'd be like, I love you, Dad. <laughs> it's, oh my gosh, there's so much going on. So, also, so, something else I didn't like about these movies is that they just chose like bad, they chose covers of good songs that were done worse than the original song. Like, the safety <laughs> dance was in the Kissing Booth one by a, another band. And I thought, well, this version sucks. Just use. I didn't even notice that. And then in the second movie, there was like a cover of a Beach Boys song at the end. And I thought, why would you ever use a cover of the Beach Boys? I didn't think that was the original song. Good Vibrations? That sounded like the original. I think that was the original. It's Good Vibrations by Matthew Jordan. You know that famous guy, Matthew Jordan. Matthew Jordan. Who can sing as good as Brian Wilson? Doubtful. Brother to Michael? Yes. Anyway, so yeah, so I just didn't care for the music choices a lot of time. They use some originals, but um like they use like that song Love Goes Where My Rosemary Goes or whatever. And but no, it just I mean, I've never even awesome. heard that song. But, I obviously am not that big of a fan of the Beach Boys because I totally thought that was them. So So do you want to actually talk about the actual kissing booth part? Oh yes. More okay. than anything. <laughs> So first of all, I wanted to close my eyes like the entire scene because it was gross. It was disgusting. <laughs> Everyone was like aggressively making out with each other. And I was having a really, like, I was getting really grossed out with the idea of like, someone just went and had a full on like French kiss makeout session and you're going to go and then kiss this other person who just kissed someone else. And I'm like, and sure like we're in a post-covid world this didn't happen before covid <laughs> but that was like my one of my thoughts i was still like, wouldn't have any done any number of these COVID. people could have covid and now y'all have it so yeah. good fucking luck like you know what i mean oh my gosh no i agree and the mo- they had like a kissing booth montage yeah where um so the people who are working the booth have uh blindfolds on and then the whole school is lined up to kiss yeah and like there was like nerds and jocks and all people in between who were just like heavily tongue kissing each time. Like when I think kissing booth, I think you peck on the cheek or on the lips. Like you do like a peck. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were like, they would like kiss and then like grab each other and like make out more. And it was, it was just so weird. And like, not only that, but Elle totally manipulated the OMGs into like joining this booth. Like she, like yeah, she lied, lied and manipulated to them. Yeah, yeah and she told them that Noah was gonna work it. Yeah, which is like so. Are like so? There's really, if you think about it, there's really nothing wrong with the OMGs. They're not. They're not particularly nice, but they're not cruel. You know? No, because I mean, there's no like clicks in the school. There's yeah, only clicks like, for convenience. <laughs> right. Like it's like. I mean, I really didn't have an issue with the OMG, the OMGs at all. I, I mean, I didn't, again, I didn't think that they were the nicest people, but you know what? I've also not been the nicest person. So, um, but there was just something where like, I think you're supposed to hate them, but I didn't feel really any way towards them. I didn't really particularly like them. I didn't really like care about them. That's a great Um, point. Yes. There was, (laughs) there was a scene in the second one that I have to say where Gwyneth, which I, I feel like they maybe changed the actresses of um, Mia. Yeah. They did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, where she kisses someone and it's like the nerdy guy with like the curly hair. And she goes, she goes, oh, Lord. And she's like, white, like <laughs> pushing her hair back from her face. And I was like, that's me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Lord. 
Like I love <laughs> that was really the only scene where I was like, I loved that. I loved that she did that. I thought that was really charming. But um yeah, I I it was just such a weird introduction of these characters who had really almost no impact on the story whatsoever. You yeah. Know? No, Other I than, agree. Like, cause it's like, so she's trying to get Noah into the kissing booth. And she also wanted the OMGs because she knew that she needed like hot people to like be in the kissing booth. Um, and Noah didn't even end up being in the booth at all, even in first or second one. So it's like, there's no reason for the OMGs to even be part of the story. And again, like what you said, <laughs> there's yeah, like this weird, like, point. <laughs> like, there's this weird, like, lack of click thing, like, clicks thing, where, like, I would have loved to, like, have it be, like, Mean Girls, where they're, like, that's the hot Asians, those are the mean Asians, those are the neo-Nazis, those are the whatever, you know, yeah. like, you know, like, those are, like, the, the plastics, those are, you know, but it's, instead, it's just, like, these are the OMG girls, and the only reason that they're called that is because their names are Olivia, Mia, and Gwyneth, like, it's just, it, yeah, it, it, like, great yeah. yeah you make a great point yeah and oh and prior like when the the night of the kissing booth so for uh, the movie up until the kissing booth is just like l and noah butting heads yeah like noah like abusively trying to tell her what to do and being yeah. violent and her like fighting him and then the night of the kissing booth she walks up to him at the carnival and she's like are you sure you don't want to be in the kissing booth? And he was like, I'm not going to be in the kissing booth. And Al goes, I just thought that you might like to do something nice for people who care about you. And I thought, where is this coming from? Like the two of you have been fighting this whole time. And why does he have to do something nice for you? Yeah. I, I thought of the that too. Booth. That like, I thought like the same exact thought went through my head. I was like, why, why would he help you out with that? He told you no multiple times apparently this movie has a real issue with consent because yeah. there's like a not yeah. like it's not even a thing in this universe and then but it's okay because it's the, the it's a porno right it's, yes. so like maybe we're just watching it wrong because everyone is i know like like it's a porno. the behind the scenes get real like yeah real cray cray, you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, so and i so then yeah the montage of kissing happens yeah. next and there's it's all the disgusting. tongue kissing and then I all of a sudden so much so we are we are subjected to probably a two-minute montage of this kissing it was everybody's so long. kissing each other it knows no class limits no bounds no clicks nothing everyone is cheering like which i i think that the, that there's something wrong with each student because i've never been to a school where everyone cheered like that about anything let alone watching people make out so then they're kissing and then the montage ends and we you know we like slow down at the kissing booth and one of the omg girls is supposed to go out there and she looks and she sees a nerd next in line and she suddenly has a huge problem with kissing a nerd She's yeah like, oh, yeah i can't and i thought we just watched everybody kiss everybody <laughs> and then so they trip they like dupe Elle into doing it they're like Elle, it's her ex-boyfriend and she can't kiss him so they put the blindfold on her Wait, 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 before that though, remember they're trying to get Noah up there and she couldn't. <gasps> oh so yeah. She goes, she goes, everyone, it's Flynn, but it was Lee. Lee and then that's the when he meets Rachel. And they yeah. Start, yeah. And I thought. Because nobody wants it. Like nobody wants to kiss him. And I thought he was very cute. Like he's I a very he's cute, a cute boy. boy. Like, like there's, there's, he's nothing. not dirty. He's not nerdy. 
he's, he's not a, awkward. He's very cute and very nice. He's very, he's a friendly guy. And like, so Rachel goes up and kisses him. And I was like, I thought Rachel was absolutely stunning. I was like, this girl <laughs> is so gorgeous. But I thought it was super weird too, because everyone else is like, oh, it's not that Flynn. And I was like, way to humiliate this guy when you have absolutely no problem making out with literally everyone else. Like, yeah, like- I had, I didn't understand it. Like there's, he's, there's nothing wrong with him. There's no reason no. why the school wouldn't, the only reason they didn't want to is because he's not his older brother, but who cares? Like he's still I, cute. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Like how humiliating. It was, it was totally humiliating. And so she went up there and saved him, but then it ended up being in a relationship. So it worked out anyway. But I was like, so why does it have to, like, why does their relationship have to start where she's like, oh shit, this guy's being humiliated. I'm going to go up and kiss him or she actually wanted to kiss him or whatever. And I, I don't remember her in any other part of the film before. No, I don't think she's in the movie until that point. Okay. I was just wondering if you noticed her and I like, didn't notice her or something, but I I didn't notice her her at all. Maybe she's in, but yeah, that, and I thought that role. was weird too, that there was no sort of like foreshadowing about her being there or being like in the school, like, cause she's obviously in the school. So I, I would just have preferred instead of him being so obsessed with Mia, which like, again, was nothing, had no reason to be in the story. Mm-hmm. There was no, like, didn't further the storyline. There was no sort of plot reason. It was just a, a moot point. It was a moo point. It's like a cow's opinion. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. <laughs> um, and, and then Rachel, this like gorgeous pale goddess comes out of nowhere and like kisses him, but it was never mentioned at all before. And there's not even like, there's like, just, I just need a moment, a moment where they like kind of look at each other and they're like, oh, she's cute or uh, he's cute. You know, like anything, but yeah. no, she came out of nowhere. And I kind of feel like it was like in Mean Girls again, where um, they have the um, assembly and there's, <laughs> there's that one girl that's like, I just want everyone to be full of sunshine and rainbows. And the guy goes, she doesn't even go to this school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything. Like, no, this movie does, like, this movie plays so heavy handed on the trope of, like, as soon as you kiss somebody, you're in love. Yeah. And, like, so he kisses her and suddenly they're in love with each other. Yeah. And the same thing happens with Noah and Elle as well. So, anyway, so back to what you said. So she gets pushed out of the. Or tricked into being one of the. And she's like, the, I've never been kissed before. L does, you right, know, right. But they push and her by out. one of the the OMGs, and um, lo and behold, the nerd is like, Oh, Noah, you go ahead of me for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, for no reason. Like no like, reason. What? <laughs> like especially since the the nerd was getting real like creepy. Like <laughs> I get to make out with these girls. You know what I mean? Like it, was, it made no sense. He's like Noah. I want your sloppy seconds. I mean, that's like I wish yeah. he had said that. I wish yeah. God he had been like, no, I really want your sloppy seconds. The but only no. way, <laughs> the only know? way this movie could have been good is if the next Monday at school all of them had cold sores. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> and then they could show it in public schools and go, this is what you do when you make out with yeah. people. <laughs> Look at these private school kids. So yeah, so then her and Noah kiss and their kiss is bonkers. Like the lights start exploding on the kissing booth sign and like it's orgasmic. It's so dumb. And you're like out of breath when it's done. And <laughs> I, d- I don't know what else to say. It's I don't terrible. either. I didn't think it was that extraordinary. I was kind of like, okay, so they made out. Good for them, I guess. Like, it's like, I'm glad that she got to make out with the guy who's been abusing her the entire film, but yeah, whatever. I, I'm so glad that it was earth shattering and everybody cheered, of course, because the school is full of idiots and they can't not cheer at every single thing I that know. happens. God damn. <laughs> but then, then she like, after the kiss ends, she sort of escapes him she like runs away because she's like what am i gonna tell lee and then when she goes up to lee i i, I wish she would have asked me because i would have coached her i would have said lee the omgs tricked me and i accidentally kissed your brother in the kissing booth but instead yeah. she's like oh lee hey so the kissing booth's doing really well and i made out with your brother and he was like immediately upset like yeah he had there was there was like from zero to 100 he was he was immediately upset and he's like what do you mean? And he automatically thought like it, like they were suddenly had feelings for each other. And I don't yeah. understand if like in a deeper movie, maybe we could see him having suspicions throughout the movie up until that point. But in this movie, no, or a better written happened. movie at least. Yeah, he was just suddenly like he forgot that they had a kissing booth, I guess, and he thought she was just like making out with him randomly. I didn't understand that scene at all. No, I didn't. Well, and it would have been so easy to just been like, "Hey, I worked the kissing booth, and your brother came and kissed me." Yeah, like, and I was blindfolded, so I yeah, didn't know so until she afterwards. Had no idea. Again, there's an issue with consent in this film, <laughs> and I cannot <laughs> stop saying that because it's so no, true. Like, I, yeah, it, it's like, and I, it's really gross that like these people, like, it, it's just the whole idea of a kissing booth. I find incredibly disgusting, and I've always thought it was disgusting. no. I totally agree with you. It's just yeah. like you don't know where these people have been when the last time they brushed their teeth like you have no idea how many other people they've been around what drinks they've shared i mean fuck i share drinks all the time so it's basically like i'm making out with all the people i'm sharing drinks with so like you know like it's like i just i had an issue with everyone just being totally okay with like these full-on like super like graphic for like a like a high school kissing booth these graphic makeout sessions, everyone is using tongue. And like, I, it's just like, it just made me so uncomfortable. It's bad. Like, it's not really badly made. It. Yeah. It really, it really grossed me out. I, I was just like, no, mm-mm. I would never, I would never pay for a kissing booth. I would never work a kissing booth. There's no fucking way. I don't even want to kiss people on the cheeks. I don't even really like touching people I don't know. So like, you know, <laughs> like it's just the whole concept I think is just disgusting, but they could have done it in a way that was very subtle, but they didn't. Instead, it was like a really weird, like again, yeah. like this should be a porno because it's borderline fucking like pornographic. It should like, be a sexing booth. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a fucking booth. <laughs> a fucking booth. <laughs> do you want to work the fucking booth? Um, what do I, have I to think do? Noah would just actually have sex do that. and have sex. It's fun. <laughs> Sam is like silently laughing. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So after that, so Lee and his new girlfriend abandon Al. They like go off on their own because they like each other now and they want to get to know each other. So Al, Al, there's this scene that's like so cringy. Al is, for some reason, she's in charge of taking down the kissing booth by herself. And she's yeah. over. And, and, it just, and it's a huge booth. She, like, there's no yeah. way, like, I don't even think two people can do it. That's at yeah. least, like, a five-person job. It's pointless why she's still there, even. But she looks across the fair, and she sees Noah chatting up another woman. Uh-huh. And she starts jogging away, and it's the lamest jogging I've ever seen. It's, like, just a step above power walking. And she's like, <laughs> and, and she's like, as I was jogging and I thought, you're not jogging. Don't lie to yourself and the viewers. And she's like, as I was jogging, she has this voiceover. I started well, also, thinking about that. She doesn't kiss. have any plans for anyone to come and drive her home. Like, <laughs> like her dad can't come pick her up. Her brother can't, her, her tiny four, five-year-old brother can't pick her up. Like, I mean, like, nothing. This movie is just her getting abandoned in various places, basically. Both well, and like Lee, like, Obviously, Lee has no issue ditching his girlfriend for Elle. So why wouldn't he be like, oh, yeah, I'll come and drive you. Instead, he's like, why don't you go take, um, you know, why don't you get a ride with my totally horribly abusive brother? Like, you know, like, who, like, has continuously beat me up through this entire film. Like, and, and it's not even like he has a car you know he has a motorcycle a motorcycle yeah because the parents are filthy rich so lee has a mustang and noah has a motorcycle normal yeah totally normal totally and normal they're like so, super nice vehicles brand new like yeah yeah so she's like lamely trotting home yeah and noah rides up trotting. on his motorcycle and he's like meet me and he like forces her to get on because yeah. there's like all of a sudden there's thunder like it's like he can control the weather almost and so then there's like a next scene where they're driving and it's like pouring down rain and he's like it's getting pretty bad i'm gonna pull over and just luckily just out of sheer luck he pulls her over into his normal hookup spot like the storm was perfectly timed so okay i have like, to say the sound of music of- gazebo or something oh my god <laughs> down i because they show the gazebo and i burst out laughing and i was like what is this the gazebo and the sound of music i was like like i was semi-convinced that they actually like tore the original down and brought it to the united states to use it for this fucking movie i mean like they couldn't have chosen a more terrible movie to do an homage to such a good movie but i know know, like 16 going on 17 like Oh my gosh. So they're like waiting out the storm in this gazebo and then they start kissing. Of course. And then the night, like the groundskeeper like randomly comes up and he's like, Flynn, I told you you couldn't bring girls here. So they've established well, first that. Of all, if it were me, I don't think I'd be comfortable like making out when there's this massive storm outside. Like we almost got into a car accident. I'd be like freaked out. I'd be like, I just want to go home. Like I just want for the storm to end. You know, I'd be like wandering around. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like in a situation where I would feel romantic enough to be like, well, maybe we should make out and to pass the time. You know. Well, I, just, I don't know if it's Noah Flynn. <laughs> it's Noah Flynn. Well, so yeah, I don't. It's weird. It's weird that it timed that they would be there, but. They establish at that moment that this is his hookup spot and she gets pissed and she like leaves. But 
so they have multiple spots. So they establish that this is Noah's hookup spot. And then yep. he takes her to the Hollywood sign where he yep. de her. So she goes super okay. fast. She's, she, Wait, can I say something a, about that though? Can I say something really quick about that? So they take, he takes her to the sign and, and they're like kissing and she goes, or he goes, you know, we don't have to do this. And I was like, all you're doing is kissing. Why did this suddenly like, <laughs> Like all, like all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah. And we're having sex. Like yeah. I was like, yeah. there was no discussion about it. There was no, like, it was just like, all they were doing was like pretty, like pretty standard, normal kissing. Yeah. Like normal. I just started dating cutting. you making out. Yes. Yeah. Like it, it was just like, it was very like, very, it was like, it was like make out light. Like it wasn't even like a full on, like there, you know, right. like there's no grope. Like there was no foreplay either. No, like there was no. no groping where she was, where she like pushed his hand away from her knee or something. Yeah. They didn't do any of that. They went None. from lightly kissing on the mouth to having sex. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like, like, and like you said that he's like, we don't have to do this. And she's like, no, I'm ready. And I was like, why Girl, i like, do not think you're ready because she had never kissed anyone and then two days later she was having sex with somebody so yeah yeah I, what I bothered me was the hollywood sign i guess you could say could become their new spot because right that's where they went alone but then throughout the rest of the movie like at the end at the end of the first movie they like reconcile in the gazebo and then in the second movie he comes to town and she's like let's meet at our spot and it's at the gazebo and i thought why is the gazebo their spot you know he's brought a ton of women there why don't you know the hollywood sign why i thought the hollywood sign was their spot so when she went to the gazebo i was like bitch you're in the wrong place yes (laughs) the same thing thank you i thought the same thing i was like why did she go to his hookup gazebo like i don't understand like how is that the most romantic spot where you're like like you're you're (laughs) Like, just imagine, like, she's making out with Noah, and then she's like, you've probably made out with so many other girls. Yeah. I don't understand it. Like, they established that the Hollywood sign is actually their spot. Right. Because he says he doesn't go there with anyone else. So it's obviously, like, it's meant to be an intimate, like, sharing moment. But I didn't feel that way at all. No, it felt... Shut up. No. Like, every time he opened his mouth, I was like, fucking fuck you, Noah. Like, just every... Like, I... Like, I swear that I was rolling my eyes so much, I was, like, maybe concerned that they were going to stay that way. Like, I was just... I couldn't stop. I know. No, I know. So then they, they get this, like, they have this montage of them, like, having sex in all kinds of places, which... I know that hormones run hot when you're a teenager. I know that. But they had sex like 25-year-olds who live don't live with their parents yeah. have sex. Yeah. And they had sex in the school science lab. And then she had to do this like montage covert mission to get the security tapes. And yeah. then they're having sex in her bedroom. And Lee randomly comes into the house and like knocks on the door and hears them. But she says, I'm watching porn. And he goes, can I watch? <laughs> I and I have to say I really like that scene because she was like, um, I'll meet you downstairs. I'm watching porn. And yeah. he was like, Oh great. I will also watch porn with you. And she's like, As no. you do, you know, your best friend that you're not attracted to, you watch porn with. They're <laughs> like having sex all over the place. Yeah. But she can't it's all a secret. Like she can't she hasn't told Lee. She has to figure out a way to tell Lee. So they're right. going behind the brothers behind Lee's back, basically. Right. And then Lee finds out in a just such a dramatic way. So like Elle trips and falls and she has a cut on her cheek 
and Noah is like, oh, this conversation I hated. So Noah and her, Noah's like, like cleaning her wound, like the tiniest little scrape. And he acts like he has to, like he's Florence Nightingale. Like this is World War One, and he has to get like gauze and stuff. No, give her a paper towel. She's fine. I know. Like, I know. But it was, he was like, she's like, you're so good at this. And I was like, it's not even bleeding. Yeah. Like, it's a scrape. Like, you're fine. <laughs> like, it's a little swollen. Oh, damsel in distress. And then they have this stupid heart to heart where she's like, why do you fight so much? And he's like, I don't know. My parents, they made me go see a counselor, but I don't know why I fight. I'm just so emotional. And it's just so cringy. It's a terrible scene. It's cringy. And it's also like, it doesn't make you empathize more with him. Like, if you. If you maybe saw him coming from a background where, like, the dad was bad or something, the dad yeah. like, can't even remember what he looks like, um, or <laughs> anything, anything like that, where he has some sort of like deep emotional, you know, like tra- traumatized wound or something. But like, the reality is, is that he had a perfect life. His parents seemed to be lovely people, from what I don't remember. And like, you know, <laughs> like, um. You know, it's like sure your mom wears shirts that show off her nipples all the time, but like yeah. whatever, whose mom doesn't She's a do bit that? Of a I mean, in the long run, like you're gonna be okay. Yeah. Um. No, and, and yeah, and it, it didn't like. <clears throat> I was kind of like, so they made you go see a therapist. So there's obviously something wrong with you. It's not trauma. So it's mental. Is yeah. What it is. But it's okay because <laughs> Harvard still accepted him. Yeah. Harvard yeah. still accepted him and everyone thinks he's super hot. And as long as he keeps that body, I mean, he could really do anything, you know? Yeah. Like, but yeah. if he loses that bod, it's all over. In the kissing booth it's world. over. Yeah. It is over. And forget about putting on glasses. I mean, my God, he'll just be a nerd in that case. <laughs> like, So Lee comes in on them, like cleaning the wound and he accuses Noah of beating Elle up and they get yeah. this weird verbal altercation. And then Lee asks Elle, is something going on between you and Noah? And she lies to his face. She goes, no, nothing. And then I can't goes, believe she lied to his face. Like, Why just, didn't she just tell him? I would have been like, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I had sex with your brother like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or something like yeah. anything. I thought it was weird that she lied to him. But then she told him the truth like 10 minutes later. No, he walked in on them kissing. Remember, oh, yeah, she right, went back. She's right. like, he's like, let's go for a drive. And she goes, okay, I got to go get my stuff. But she just went up and like kissed Noah and he, yeah. and he walked in. Yeah. Which yeah. started the mellow, dramatic, like violent weird like so lee and noah get in a fight and then lee's like all my life i've had to follow in noah's footsteps and he's and i've only had one thing that he hasn't had but now he has you too and i'm like that's a weird oh my god i wanted to puke at that point i was like i was like i was getting so like fired up because exactly what you said he was like oh yeah he has you and i always had you and i was like well okay um she's a person so you don't own her she's not obligated to spend time with you if she doesn't want to be your friend anymore that's her decision and secondly if she wants to fuck your brother as shitty as he is that's also her choice like you can't tell her like i get i i understand that he would not want her to be in a relationship with his brother because i think i would feel the same way if it yeah because he's a terrible friend. person it, it will <laughs> but like you know i mean also like i wouldn't really want my best friend to be you know getting oh, together yes, with my no. sister because yeah. it'd be like weird i'd be like what if yeah. you guys break up like what's gonna happen with us you know so right i get it but um 
just the fact that he was like, oh, and now you belong to him. I was like, I have a real issue with the way that you're saying that because it's, she's not, she's a person. She's allowed to make her own choices. And again, it goes back to the fact that this show, oh, did you just hear that? Can you hear him? Bear Bear, come here. He's, he meowed. Oh, I see his little ear. Can you hear him? Oh, oh yeah, he's, he's purring. He's purring really Jeez. well. So I forget where I was. Um, oh, that goes back to the fact that there is a huge issue with consent in this film and treating and objectifying people, you know? Yeah. Um, and, oh and then, and then, like, Noah disappears for, like, weeks at a time. Like, a whole, like, a few weeks. Yeah. And he still gets into Harvard. So Harvard doesn't have any problem with, like, truancy or violence. You know what it is, though? It's because they're super rich. Oh, that's, yes. They probably built a library. <laughs> you have to remembering like, that, the that they are, library. like, they're clearly, like, millionaires. I mean, that yeah. house that they live in is in the middle of L.A., and it's ginormous. It's right on the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, everyone is just totally okay with them throwing these huge parties. Like, their parents are just totally fine with them throwing these huge parties. Yeah. And it's so, just, like, what, you know, I mean, what is going on in this universe? It's so weird. It's so, so I think, freaking weird. Like, we're not going to have a, a lot of time to talk about the second movie, but there were some themes in the second movie that I want to touch on. So basically, okay. like, at the end of the first movie, her and Lee reconcile. They become friends again. Mm-hmm. And then her and, and Lee becomes okay with her, like, being with Noah. And yeah. her and Noah, like, confess their undying love for each other. You know how 16-year-olds do. Like, I don't, they, they throw around the words, like, totally in love. I'm in love so often. Oh, and then, like, at prom, he says he loves her. And did yeah. you notice, like, at prom, there was, like, all kinds of yearbook photos hanging up, like, giant yearbook photos. And one of them was her in her bra in the locker room. Yeah. you notice that? Yeah. Why would they use that at prom? Well, and also, he took, a, the guy that took a picture of her, Noah was like, delete that now. And the guy's yeah. like, okay, I'll delete it. So that means he didn't delete he did not it. not delete it. In fact, like, he enlarged it and everybody yes. sees it. And he posted it all over so everyone could see. Yeah. And, and, oh, my God. And Noah says he loves her in front of the whole school because nothing is private in these movies. Everything nope. happens in front of the school. Everything anyway, is grand romantic gestures. Yeah. Everything and at the is. end, they, they're in, in his sex gazebo, and he says they, they decide that they love each other. His and sex she sees gazebo. Him, she sees him off to Boston by himself. Like, his family isn't at the airport. It's just nope. the two of them at the airport. Yep. And that's how the second one opens up. And just quickly, something that really bothered me in the second one was that Noah made friends with a, a woman at Harvard and they were friends for like a month and a half and he brought her to Thanksgiving. Yeah. But he like spent the whole time trying to tell Elle that he wasn't having an affair, but everything pointed to like, why are you friends with this woman? Like what, why would she, and why would she come to your family's Thanksgiving? Cause you guys don't even know each other. So I think I had a, I had a, a perfect solution for that, which of course they're never going to do because it's already made, but make her gay. Yeah. 
Yeah, why like, didn't why they not do make, that? make her gay? Like, show her having a girlfriend. Like, I mean, anything. But of course, she's like, this, first of all, I kind of wish the movie had been made, Chloe is her name. I wish the movie had been made about Chloe because it probably would have been actually good then. Because um, <laughs> Chloe was like, interesting. She was talking about like, you know, like going on like a trip and like seeing hippos or something and i was like she's, she's obviously like 30 totally, years old yeah. yeah like she's like a well she she did not look like she was straight out of high school she's i had not a really freshman kind of yeah in no, she looked like she was like a business like yeah <laughs> that's why i was like i was wondering i was like why is she hanging out with all these like 18 year olds like she looks like she's like this like established woman she's super fabulous mm-hmm. you know like and, and and instead she's like, oh, I'm just going to go hang out with a bunch of 18-year-old boys. That's no big deal, you know? But, like, everyone is inappropriate relationships in this movie, so whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, like, so she's, she's like, low-key flirting with Noah in front of Elle. And I thought, I like to consider myself sort of even-keeled. But if somebody was doing that to my boyfriend, I think I would be pissed. Yeah. Like if a woman, a very attractive woman was like saying to him, saying to me about him, like, oh, we only keep him around because he's so unattractive. Wink, wink. I'd probably slap her in the face or something. (laughs) I'd want to commit violence because that's so disrespectful to me, his girlfriend. And it's, I don't know, it's really bad behavior. I don't like it, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's bad behavior on his part to allow it to happen. Yeah. Well, and uh, I go on. What were you saying? But then, then I don't know. Like he lies to Elle about him hanging out with Chloe because he doesn't want Elle to think they're having an affair, which that's what people who are having an affair do. And then Elle finds Claire's or Chloe's earring in his bedroom. Yeah. And there's this stupid scene after Thanksgiving where she confronts Noah about the earring, and then Noah later is talking to Chloe, and he goes, "How did your earring?" get into my bedroom and instead of like the movie is not g-rated but all of a sudden they decide to take a g-rated stance and she goes well when my boyfriend and i fought i slept in your room when you were out of town not like oh i hooked up with your roommate or something right, i actually thought that was what it was gonna be she has a boyfriend who is never around i guess yeah in, like, like she leaves her earring in his bedroom in a totally literally innocent way like there's no hanky panky at all with him no. or anyone well, and I, it kind of shocked me that it couch? took, it, it kind of shocked me that it took Elle that long to figure out that it was her earring. Cause I was like, obviously it's Chloe's like, yeah, she's the only female who's always with them. <laughs> like, right. It, well, it, I had a really big issue with the lack of communication in this. I mean, everything in the second film was like an episode of, of, um, three's company. Like it was just like, <laughs> like, let's just not, let's not tell everything to each other and said let's lie and manipulate and cheat and trick and whatever yeah and and everyone's just like no it's okay i love you and i'm like no stop being okay with everything like yeah like like these people are screwing you over and i'm not talking about just l i'm talking about like everyone in this film is like no one can talk and no one can communicate with each other and i i really like like Part of it, too, is that, you know, her and and Lee are talking about going to Berkeley together, and she never at any point goes, hey, I'm thinking of doing something maybe a little bit different because (laughs) – 
she's her own person. And believe it or not, women can make decisions about what they want to do with their lives that are separate from what a man wants to do. From what their best friend wants. Like, yeah. And like, so, and like, he was so hurt by it, but I was like, if you had just been upfront and you had been like, dude, I yeah. don't know if this is where I want to go. Maybe I want to do my own thing. I think he would have maybe been a little hurt, but he would have been understanding at least, but her lying to him and not telling him and him thinking that they're going to the same school for months and months is definitely not okay. No, you know, I mean, it's, he it really kind no of sense. pulled the no it doesn't and it's just it's like there's so many you know people who have all these like hurt feelings and everything and then Elle is getting all uptight about Noah possibly cheating on her and then she's fucking hanging around with Marco who's <laughs> I I thought was kind of adorable and I actually liked Marco um I wanted them to get together I did not want her to end up with Noah I was like no Noah's like let's- I kind of wanted her to end up with Marco just to break Noah's heart I know that's yeah. really bad <laughs> like, but I, I was <laughs> kind of really excited about Noah being disappointed so <laughs> me too and so she's like we're you know she's working out with Marco and they're getting all close and they're hanging oh, out and I was yeah, like we course. didn't mention the dance dance revolution competition <laughs> that they're practicing yes, for yes. which is so ludicrous to me I guess I've complained about that to Mike and he said that there are actually like large crowds that come and watch like video game competitions but they were in like a sold out arena doing yeah that that was weird like i was i'm like wondering i'm like how much money does this school have i'm assuming it has a like it's obviously a private school because i'm in uniforms um but the things that they do are so expensive oh i don't think that the the Video game competition was from the school, though. I oh, think that, that's, that's true. She just saw the flyer for that. But the school does do ridiculous things. Well, like, yeah, but like yeah. in general, yeah, exactly. That's but what yeah, I'm saying. no, like, the, the competition was not connected to the school. But yeah. But yeah, um, she's like dishing about like relationship issues with Marco and she's like hanging out with him and having very provocative, close, sweaty dance sessions. Yeah. With him. Like, which in my in my mind, if you, if, if they had, you know, if Noah and Elle had just been honest with each other and she'd been like, hey, I'm dancing with this guy, but she had only been hanging out with Marco, like, when they were training would have been one thing. But she was, like, not seeing Lee because Lee was pissed at her for whatever dumb reason. No, Rachel um, forced Lee to oh, that's not right. hang out Rachel, with her so yeah. yeah. Which makes Rachel look like the bad guy because, again, Lee can't communicate to Elle how he feels about the situation. So yeah. Elle's like, you hate me, and I don't understand why. And <laughs> there's this and, Like, and Rachel's like, and Elle's Wait. like, Rachel hates me, and I don't understand why. There's and a no scene. one will what i'm sorry i'm sorry like no one no one will fucking tell anyone what's going on so everyone is like they're cheating they hate me whatever and it's just like if you all had just sat down and been like this is what's happening everyone would have been like okay we're cool with this like yeah but there's (laughs) to your point the halloween costume thing was ridiculous oh my god Elle says to lee i have an i have a different idea for our halloween costume and they show up Elle and lee as ghostbusters and then rachel his poor girlfriend shows up dressed as a marshmallow because they were gonna go as s'mores before and then Elle and lee do this like weird funky couples dance in front of the whole school and then rachel gets mad and 
Mike actually pointed this out as well, so I have to give him some credit. But Lee was like, oh, I think she's still mad at me. And it's like, why wouldn't she be mad at you? Like, you made her, you forgot to include her in the costume and she's your girlfriend. And you just had this ridiculous dance with your best friend while your girlfriend sit, sat in an embarrassing marshmallow costume just watching. It's yeah. terrible. I mean, well, you know, if I had been Rachel, I would have not been in a relationship with Lee after that. No. I would have been like, that would have been my final straw because I would have been like, I told you how I felt and you just humiliated me. Like, yeah. and now I'm in this giant marshmallow costume that I hate, that I didn't want to wear to begin with. And like, you can't even fucking tell me that you want me to be a Ghostbuster. Instead, you just forgot like I, i'm like that's not an excuse that's just bullshit and yeah if i was surprised that she held on as long as she did because if i had been rachel i would have been like you know what forget it i'm we're done like yeah, i don't i'm I exhausted you're not listening to me you clearly don't respect me so we're, we're you good. leave me at the movie theater yeah. you care more about your yeah. friend and your stupid rules yeah yeah i have no yeah. idea why they're not dating why Elle and lee aren't dating i have i don't i don't get it the movie yeah. makes no sense. You know, I, I agree with you. Like, okay. So anyway, um, so let's see. I wrote something about Lee putting pressure on Rachel to, Rachel to tell him that she loves him, but I can't actually remember what the scene was. I just wrote it down. Yeah. He says, I can't remember. He says, I love you. I think she kisses him at the kissing booth no oh it was no, no it, it was earlier no, it was after he abandons her at the movie theater he comes to her house that night and she's like pissed off at right. him and then he right. says i love you like as a way to like like put a band-aid on the wound like right oh, like that's gonna you. make the entire situation better than yeah. he like left her there for 45 minutes yeah. yeah um i i i just i didn't understand why rachel who's this like sweet girl wanted to continue pursuing this relationship with someone who just clearly doesn't like value her time or value her as a person yeah i mean so okay so when they marco and Elle have that montage (laughs) and they're like end up at the beach and he has a guitar i <laughs> wrote in all caps. Where did Marco get his guitar on the yeah, beach? Yeah, because it come from? Wasn't he just like, it. They've been hanging out playing like Dance Dance Revolution, and then they go to the beach to talk, and they're talking and talking, and then all of a sudden he reaches his guitar. He had no point was carrying the guitar with him. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I was like, I was like, thank God you guys sat next to the only guitar on the beach. Like, <laughs> Hey, Al, do you want to go hang out at Guitar Beach? (laughs) You know? Oh, yeah. It's a popular hotspot in Los Angeles. that has guitars randomly on it. Guitar Beach. It's just like, and I just like, he pulled it out of nowhere. And I was like, okay, there's a movie then. And of course, I cannot remember which one it is. I want to say it's like Tomorrow Never Dies. It's a Bond film. It's with Pierce Brosnan and Halle Berry. And um, they're like having sex. And I could not take it seriously because suddenly from seemingly out of nowhere she takes out like an apple and like a knife and is like eating it while they're fucking really oh that's so weird and i I started laughing watching the scene because i was like where did she get that from? Like, I think we know where she it like, keeps it. Because it didn't seem like it was conveniently like on the bedside <laughs> table. Like it didn't seem like she reached for it over. Like it seemed like what it was an insult. Like she was like, <laughs> like, what an insult to your partner. 
that you start having a snack. <laughs> well, like it was supposed to be like seductive, but it wasn't sexy. Oh. It was just weird. Like it was. Well, now that you say it was supposed to be seductive, I am feeling a little bit turned on. <laughs> like from her, her butt apple and knife. Oh, jeez. Because that's the only place that I can imagine. She just she clenches her cheeks together and keeps her snacks in there. Gross. Yeah. It's yeah. The and fact then that she can even stick an apple and a knife in there comfortably makes me really worry. <laughs> well, once you get the apple in, everything else is just easy. Yeah. I mean, anyway, so. <laughs> with that so they, scene with Marco that really reminded me of that because I was like where did he just take that from like his butthole like where is he storing that you know like you know what oh they God. say is your butt is so is, hot is, from laughing so <laughs> your butt is a good place to store musical instruments no or knives or apples <laughs> yeah so yeah her and him are in this DDR competition and yep. They get so overwhelmed by the passion of their dance in the competition because she wants to win money for college, basically. So that's why she's in it. But they get so overwhelmed by the passion that they kiss at the end. And then that crowd is gigantic. But she yeah. looks up afterwards and she sees Noah in the audience. I don't know how. I have no idea how she found him. It's like but- in the Lizzie McGuire movie when they're in the Coliseum and there's like thousands of people in there, but she sees her family. Yeah, like- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like she just happened to look in the right area. So Noah right. had surprised her to watch. And then he was totally hurt because she made out with somebody but like, she thinks he's been cheating the whole time anyway so and i don't and i and i don't like noah but honestly i didn't get why he wanted to be with her after that either after this like totally public yeah. humiliation essentially and, you know well, yeah like but i'm not justifying it i'm saying in addition to that like even though he wasn't cheating on her with chloe in the physical sense he was still like spending a lot of time with chloe and she was like telling him how to dress and they were very intimate and i don't even like that like she's a new friend they just met at the beginning of college and she's also already taking like a very close intimate part of his life and i don't like that and i almost would say that that your relationship is having problems i think if well and it's like emotional cheating yeah yes exactly And so, but he never actually cheated in the physical sense. And then he watches her because nothing can happen in private. He watches no. her make out with Marco in front of this crowd at the competition. Yep. And I agree. Like, why would he wouldn't have any motivation to want to be with her? Because right. from his perspective, he hasn't done anything to her all semester. Like, all he knows is that they're still dating because he hasn't actually cheated on her. So no. all he sees is that she is cheating on him. But yeah, they still want to be together, oddly. I have no idea why. I don't, you know, I don't get it either. And it's like, I just, I don't understand. You know, she, she's like really weird and distant towards him towards the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he has to call the school to like, and like lie that he's like her dad. And, and like, I mean, it's gotten so bad that your 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 girlfriend's like pretty much ignoring you so you have to call the school to get her attention like l 
what the fuck like the you know she's like i'm trying to be you know like the the cool girlfriend or whatever but i'm like but you're not even talking to him like that's not the cool girlfriend that's just you being like like she's like take care like i've never said take (laughs) care to anyone that i actually care about because that's not a thing that you say take like that that, like take care is like just one of those like kind regards like it's not sincerely like it's not something that you're like, I love you. Take care. No, no, Did no, you no, notice, no, no, no. Like, like they acted like they weren't even dating anymore. Like when she rode away from the airport, she was like, and if we didn't work out, whatever. And yeah. Like, what? So all of a sudden you're not going to get together, but then you're not texting each other every day. Like he's not sending you pictures of his dorm room. He's not sending you pictures of Boston. You're not sending him pictures of the beach or something like, and did you notice in both of the movies, I don't know if you caught this, but every text conversation was a brand new text. Like it was always <laughs> at the top that of the screen. There, that out, nothing, yeah. there were no texts preceding it ever. Yeah. Oh, and also, so to, to like fast forward a little bit, when she like finds the earring and she's looking through his phone, and she's reading the text from Chloe. Oh, yeah. I was, like, reading those texts, and I'm like, none of these are indicative of someone cheating. They're all like, oh, hey, we'll meet here. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then, oh, my God, they went to a frosty together. That obviously means they're cheating. And then <laughs> she like, goes, she what? just leaves. He, he gets out of the shower, and he's like, where are you going? And she's like, I got to catch my plane. And she just leaves, and he just lets her go. He doesn't stop her and be like, what's going on? You yeah, know, he like, doesn't go to the airport to try to stop her. There's nothing. I mean, this wouldn't have been a movie if people actually knew how to talk to each other. Yeah, that's, that's a what, good point. That's a like, great point. You make great like, points about their lack of communication. Like, the conflict in this film is so, like, mediocre. It's so bad because it's, like, it's not <laughs> actual conflict. It's just people being fucking idiots and not talking yeah. to each other. And this movie <laughs> is, like, two hours and 12 minutes long, the second one. Oh, my one. God. It is so, and it feels, you feel every one of those minutes. Yes. I think so the last long. 20 minutes I texted you and I said, when will this torture end? Yes, you did. It made me laugh. Um, uh-huh. and then they they have a kissing booth again like the kissing booth is like such a secondary story to this whole thing it's so So Rachel and Lee reconcile at the kissing booth once again nothing is ever private yep and they're both blindfolded so that's extra creepy yeah how why are they both blindfolded I don't get it well I guess it's like to put them okay so I guess it's to bring them back together but it's not even like it's not even like Elle is like, oh, what if we do this fun thing to try and get my friend back with his girlfriend? It's like people who aren't even invested in his <laughs> life. Like, no, because the like- school is full of idiots. Like the, the school is full of people who have, I don't, I don't, they're aliens. They're space. It's Martian I- school. It's Martian high school. They're trying to be humans and they just can't do it. <laughs> well, it's like Everybody- everyone is it's like it's like to to play off your like like a Martian person wrote this. It's like they it's like the the higher ups were like hey so um i know it's been like 20 30 years or um but or not 20 30 years yeah let's say let's say like 40 to like 20 years ish and since it takes such a long time to get from mars to earth we only have stuff from the 80s and 90s for you to watch for you to base off your story after (laughs) so like instead of anything new that's like refreshingly like trying to well unlike these films trying to not be sexist and trying to be more open and less objective and less like date rapey um it's like all of these like 
revenge of the nerds <laughs> like type things you know where, where they were like the the character like sexually assaults a woman and yeah and, like, she's just yeah. totally okay with this happening thinking mm-hmm. it's her boyfriend or like <laughs> yeah. you know i mean there's <laughs> 16 candles were like the the like a popular dude sells his girlfriend oh to yeah anthony michael hall and she sleeps with and she's like totally cool with having she's slept with like anthony michael totally hall. fine with it yeah well yeah. she's like super wasted so she doesn't even know what's going on yeah um and like <laughs> you know what i mean it's that's like, a great it, that's <laughs> a great point yeah yes. it's like everything was taken like it was from the 90s it was from the 80s and all of it is just really bad and and it's and I can't even believe that these films were made nowadays because I, I'm like watching these and I'm like, this would never fly nowadays. And I'm like, shit, it, it is, is nowadays. nowadays. I know. Like, why? And the movies are just like all the issues you said. And then just the fact that the movies are bad. I don't know how yeah. they got made, but it, it, it it's so baffling. I don't they're, understand it. I mean, they're like, like, it, it's just like, and every, every like romantic gesture is like grossly public like mm-hmm. everyone has to be part of this so, so yeah so well basically <laughs> her and noah reconcile again and then though she- i do have to say the one thing so when we were talking about thanksgiving mm-hmm. when the whole like everything just boils to like a garbage you know whatever and and i was like i'm gonna go reconcile with the one person who you know whatever i thought she was gonna go after lee but i really like that she went to rachel and she was like listen yeah i fucked up and this isn't like you need to forgive him because it's my fault you know and i was like the one good thing that these movies did was that scene you know no i i thought that was nice as well that she like tried to get lee's relationship back on track Yeah. yeah yeah but um so basically she applied to harvard and berkeley Mm-hmm. And she got acceptance letters for both, but she lied. So I can already see how the third one is going to be full of unnecessary drama. She lied to Lee and she lied to Noah and said she got waitlisted for both schools because I'm assuming she has to decide yeah. for a whole another two hour movie. I don't <laughs> but anyway, but her and Noah reconciled and they're back together again. And I would never recommend these movies in any serious manner, but I did... They did about it have a, a gay couple that felt really forced. Oh, yeah, so that they was did. kind of nice, I guess. I, w- I mean, they could have so easily done it in the first one, but why would they? Why? Yeah. Like, why include that? You know, why include something that's totally normal and accepted and whatever? Um, yeah, no, I would, I w- would say if you're looking for something really horrible that you're going to just feel enraged by after, yeah. then totally. But other than that, I would never recommend this film. I don't even think that the movie is, like, so bad. It's so bad you have to watch it because it's so bad. It's literally just so bad. You don't it's, ever have yeah. to watch it. It's well, and again, like if you're watching it like the way I was, and you're spending half the movie worried about whether or not this girl's gonna get date raped, it's not really enjoyable. Like no. it's pretty much like like I was pretty on edge, and it's a comedy. I should have not been on edge for that. Well, I just couldn't believe how a comedy could find a way to objectify women so boldly, so often. I mean, so, it happens in the 80s yeah. and 90s. <laughs> it doesn't in happen the 80s so and much 90s, now. there was sort of like in, I mean, the 80s and 90s, it almost felt more innocent than this movie. Yeah. Like this movie. No, you're right. Yeah. This was like aggressively objectification. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it wasn't great with the guys either, but it was, it was somewhat better with the guys at least, you know I mean? So yeah, I would not recommend it, but it is a net, they're both Netflix originals and yeah. they are, I did see 
that they are planning a third one. So, oh yeah. my goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's pretty much the kissing booth one and two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, proceed out at your own with caution is all i gotta say i would not i'd say don't watch them but if you want to you know if you feel like things in the world aren't making you angry enough (laughs) there's always these movies (laughs) if you feel like the world just isn't quite garbagey enough then check them out but if you're over the garbage don't watch them (laughs) yeah watch hereditary and get really scared instead (laughs) like i did so find us on Spotify. Yep. iTunes, SoundCloud, um, Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Google Play. <laughs> Google Play. We're on Instagram at Watchers of Movies. And we're also on Facebook at Watchers of Movies. And thank you to Mike for our theme music. Yes, he can be fun on Twitter at the Mike Show42. His name is Mike Myers. Yep. And that's pretty much it. I think that's I wrapped it, it up. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. It was fun. Bye.